welcome to Talk with Teddy. Thanks for joining us, friends. As an avid writer, a registered nurse, a nutritionist, an educator, and chronic illness sufferer, it's been so fun to start this podcast. I really hope that it has brought you the connection and the inspiration that you need to carry on in your own creative ways and becoming your best selves. I come to you today with this bonus episode based off of another one of my favorite authors books called Better Than Before and this author I speak of and have spoken of before is Gretchen Rubin and she has done a bunch of research on happiness and what brings happiness and lasting habit changes things like that so in her book she talks a little bit about the four tendencies that us as humans have. Now, some of us can be a mix of a couple of these, but most of us are geared towards one more than the other three. And this is something that you're born with, something that is not going to change as much as some people think uh, they can change it, they cannot change it. So without further ado, I'm going to talk about the most common tendency that people have. 41% of the people that she did her research on have this. So I want to go ahead and assume that's going to be about 41% of all of us are this tendency and it's called the obliger. Now these people meet outer expectations and they resist inner expectations. The second tendency is... Uh, the second most common, which is called a questioner. Those are about 24% of the population. And questioners will often resist outer expectations, but they will meet inner expectations. That is my husband and one of my children. So the third most common, which is not very common, it's only 19%, they are called upholders. Upholders are the rule keepers they meet outer expectations and they meet inner expectations and lastly is 17 percent of the population um, and they are called rebels now they resist everything they resist all rules they resist outer expectations and they resist inner expectations so the stats that i gave you actually came from a 2016 four tendencies survey in the u.s um it was conducted by Asperio Insights among nationally representative sample of the US adults geographically dispersed with a mix of gender, age, and household income. So that was one of the um, research studies that Gretchen Rubin did. Now, some myths that she says um, apply to all of us are these. Number one, if it works for me, it will work for you. That is not true, especially if we are of different tendencies. For example, I am an obliger. That means that I will benefit from holding, being held accountable by another person or another group of people. So I get together monthly with a group that I call my accountability group or my goals group where we set goals. And then I join with them a month later and we discuss how well we succeeded at our goal, what went well, what didn't didn't go well. So 
I find a lot of value in that where maybe someone like an upholder wouldn't find as much benefit to that because they're going to be keeping their goals anyways. So that's one myth. Another myth is if it works for you, it should work for me. And if it doesn't, I need to change. Another myth is people should be able to. And that is not necessarily true, guys. Everybody is different. That's why everybody should go read the book Better Than Before by Gretchen Rubin. She talks not just about these four tendencies, but other tendencies that we have. Like, for example, are you a morning person? Are you a night owl? Are you an overbuyer? Are you an underbuyer? There's little things like that. So you really get to know yourself better. And this bonus episode, episode, <laughs> episode includes um, a $25 a video course made by Gretchen Rubin. Now that is a steal of a deal, guys. She usually charges a hundred bucks. So this is like a 75% off sale. The price is going to go up on June 1st. So I wanted to get this out there to everybody. Um, I love taking online courses. I love learning more. This is a perfect time to be doing it. There are a lot of free ones, but sometimes it's worth the money. And this is only $25 and I promise you will find value in it. And you can order her book and find even more value. You can go and take the quiz yourself. Um, I believe on GretchenRubin.com. Uh, she'll probably have a place where you can actually take the quiz if you don't know which tendencies you are. So that is it from me. Um, bonus, go and order that course before June 1st. I know I will. And have a fabulous day. everybody. I hope you're enjoying your day. It's definitely a sunny one over here, but it is a little bit windy, so it's not as nice as it looks. That is often how it is in Calgary, which is where I live. So I was going to interview a friend named Tammy. So shout out to Tammy. She couldn't get her technology to cooperate, unfortunately. She was having issues with her microphone and um, kind of unable to troubleshoot it. We tried everything. So it makes me sad because we were going to be talking about the importance of connection in our lives. And I think right now during COVID, we are all noticing the lack of connection for those of us that are staying at home or not working and isolating and social distancing or physical distancing. Um, I think it was hard for a lot of people to adapt to not being a part of their community in the way that they used to show up. And I also hope that this experience has allowed people to adapt how they show up in their community um, be it virtually somehow maybe they're they're calling their their friends or their family a lot more maybe they're doing zoom calls or using whatever virtual chat platform they prefer maybe it's google meet or skype or facebook video chat whatever it may be facetime um i know for me i enjoyed getting together with my extended family quite often to play games and things like that 
And now that phase one is opening back up, we'll look at doing that while physical distancing again. Um, but for me, I did definitely, I felt the lack of connection with um, a lot of my community members and my church community and things like that. So when I was approached by Young Living uh, back on the episode that I recorded with uh, Gloria and Denver that we had a good conversation about what products you allow into your homes and trying to get rid of the toxic things and replacing them with better healthy uh, plant-based items for cleaning and and medicines and things like that. Um, they encouraged me to buy the Young Living Starter Kit and I've already been using essential oils in my home. But what I was really craving and why I jumped in to not only buying the starter kit or the first aid kit, I also bought into the business at the same time. When you buy this starter kit of the basic essential oils, you have the opportunity to join the business aspect of the networking or the multi-level marketing company. So I've been able to join in to this positive and uplifting community where we have Zoom calls at least twice a week, if not more, that we can uh, see each other's faces and support one another and uplift one another. We have a private Facebook group where we all encourage one another and celebrate our wins and our successes and, and ask the questions and people are just so helpful and willing to give all the advice and love on each other because when other people succeed, you succeed and I love that. Um, form of connection I always have I've always been drawn to um, finding a way to help other people get to where they want to be and come up with their own goals and say okay these are these steps that I can help you take and so it's been really fun being a part of a network like that again uh, because we really do need that connection and that might look different for everybody I know my husband isn't a huge fan of network marketing so uh, it's something I do when he's at work every day. Uh, now that I'm off on a medical leave, I have the time at home where I'm no longer a part of my work uh, community as either a nurse or an educator because I'm at home. So this is something that I can do where I feel like I'm a part of something bigger than myself and I can look outward and help other people. So that's my little tidbits on connection and why it's so important. I mean, it might look different for everybody, but I encourage you to reflect upon what kind of a connection to other people you need in your life and what would fill up your bucket. And I really do feel like for most of us, it comes down to being able to be a part of something bigger than ourselves and helping other people. And that brings so much satisfaction. So I'll switch gears a little bit. Uh, the person that I'm going to be bringing on the line today's name is Tanya. You have heard from her before, uh, way back when. And today we're gonna be talking about a completely different topic. Now I'm really excited to bring Tanya on the line because we uh, have some surprises up our sleeve that maybe we can announce at the end of the episode. So um, yeah, let me bring her on. Hello, Tanya. Hi. How are you? 
I'm doing well. How are you? Awesome. Thanks for joining us again. It's so fun to have you on once again. Well, thanks for having me back. I'm really excited. (laughs) I feel like one of our episodes is one of the most listened to episodes. So I really feel like our listeners have a lot of appreciation and they find a lot of value in the things that you have to say. So I'm really excited to have you back on again. Oh, thank you. And I think that's also a great a reflection of the uh, audience that you've been able to attract as well, that they are looking for, you know, something a little bit deeper and real. And, you know, so I think that's a great reflection of your audience and you as well. Oh, you're awesome to say so. I know we're definitely on the same wavelength when it comes to kind of uh, digging deep and finding those things from your past and kind of working through them and things like that to become a better person. So yeah, yeah that's kind of rolls right into what we're going to be talking a little bit today. And it's a little bit about grappling with the hard things and finding finding those triggers or those things that uh, are in our lives that we may not have even noticed until this pandemic arose. So, so tell us, tell us some of your findings and and what you think uh, would be valuable for the listeners to hear today. Yeah, for sure. I um, would love to, and I know this is kind of a, like we said, a deeper topic today. And I think it's super exciting because these are the things that really make a difference in our life and help to transform who we are, how we see the world and how we can be more at peace, more at ease and in love with our life. And ultimately I think that's what we're here for. Right. So, um, Yeah, so today's uh, topic regarding like triggers and transforming triggers, I think is so very important as we are in this pandemic um, and in life in general, really. But the one thing that I've noticed with this pandemic, in many cases, it has brought up a lot of triggers for people. And for many, it's also been hard on their relationships. So absolutely. I've even heard like in the global news and I don't know how accurate or credible it is, but there's been a lot more divorces in China after all of these things have occurred there. I know there's a lot more mental health issues uh, even happening here in our own city uh, that I've personally been um, aware of and a lot more domestic violence and and suicides and things like that. So it's it's really tricky for a lot of people to get um, used to this adaptation of self-isolation and quarantine and physical distancing and and the lack of connection people feel so I feel like this is a really important time to talk about this even though it can relate to any time in life for sure yeah this pandemic has been yeah very interesting as far as the bringing up um, like a lot of times when we have different things going on with it inside of us that we don't want to look at that we want to numb we can do so with going out going to see a friend going to work some people are workaholics and that's how they kind of numb or mask or push down those things that are maybe inside of them that they're like oh I just don't want to deal with it or oh this is annoying but I can't even look at this right now but now with this whole like you said with social distancing and with isolation and being with the same you know couple of people all the time um, for some people is not a vacation, right? And so, um, yeah, so being able to dig into that a little bit today and helping those who 
are maybe facing some of these challenges because let's face it, like I know in my own marriage that like most couples, we've had difficult times here and there. And that's kind of normal in a marriage and that's okay to have. But when we can learn from those times and say, oh, okay, yeah, this is what um, was happening. And this was like behind the scenes more than I even realized and be able to use those emotional triggers as our compass, then we can start to deepen the relationships that we have with others and with ourselves. Absolutely. And I think it's important for people to realize too that conflict and and debates and a little bit of um, argument, I mean, that sounds like such a negative word, but it's it's actually a healthy thing because deep down it truly Mm -hmm. just means that you do care about each other. So it's just looking for healthy ways to kind of uh, look through that. And I think having a lot more insight into ourselves and what our own triggers are um, would just be so helpful to, to be able to get through those times. Yeah, absolutely. So in saying that, what even are triggers, you know, there might be some people saying, I don't get it. (laughs) So what even are triggers? So triggers are something that brings up an emotion with us or within us, a It might be something that we've seen, we've heard, we've read, or someone that we're talking to or having a quote unquote conversation that starts to get a little bit heated um, and we feel like they're pushing our buttons, so to speak. So when those kind of things happen, that's a trigger, that's an emotional trigger. It's usually connected to uh, an emotion such as like anger, frustration, sadness, um, or shutting down and not saying anything at all. So we're not saying anything all on the outside, but on the inside, there's very likely to be a big dialogue going on of what either we think of ourselves or what we think of them or that kind of thing, right? So triggers really show us what we believe is our truth. And Absolutely. Yeah. And so when someone says something different or acts in a different way than what we believe is our truth, that can trigger us. And um, it starts to impact us. So for example, right now during this pandemic, there almost seems to be this division of people. At least that's how I'm kind of seeing it. So you can let me know if you see it differently, Teddy. Um, but there almost seems to be this division. So on one side, we have people who believe like we need to social distance. We need to wear masks. We need to follow the arrows on the grocery store floors. Um, and then there's the other side who feel like, okay, we don't need to do these precautions anymore. It's time to move on. Um, We don't need masks. We don't need to social distance. Like, um, and so of course there's the middle of the road people as well, but primarily there seems like there's these two sides. And so when one side will say, for example, um, that, you know, we don't need to wear masks, then the other side, that other side gets triggered and says, yes, we do, like, you know, like, um, yeah. yes, we do. And they start and then it becomes this energy or vice versa, right? Like we don't need to wear masks or we do need to. And the other side gets, um, like you said, argumentative over it. And then it becomes yes. an I'm right, you're wrong type of energy. Right? Yeah. Oh, I've totally noticed even that tension within myself. I have friends that are on completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Some that won't allow, um, like like in-laws and grandparents to come to their child's baptism that's happening whereas I have other friends that like just they're they say their their words not mine quote unquote I'm so over this yeah I just go everywhere and I don't wear a mask and I'm just I'm over it like I was if I was gonna get it I would have got it already they're traveling like 
anyway and just not really following any of the the guidelines so yeah, yeah. it's it's definitely a polarizing topic right now for sure mm -hmm. yeah and so with that we so easily can get triggered these can be people that we love right they can be like oh i love this person but now they're saying this so now i don't know if i love them as much almost <laughs> so totally and it's because it's triggering it's triggering something within us so as a quick side note on this like my personal opinion is no matter what we believe can we still be kind to one another so like 100 percent, you know so like dr wayne dyer he says like if you have the choice between being right and being kind, choose being kind because you'll always be right. Right? Yes. And 100%. So I think that that's something like just as a bit of a side note that it's like, okay, not everybody's going to see the world as we do. And everybody has their own experiences and, you know, that kind of thing. So is can we just be kind? Right. Even when if based on our own childhood, we all see the world through a different lens based exactly. on the beliefs and the values that we were raised with. Like, so, of course, people see it in a different perspective because they're not you. And that, what, a, what a blessing and a joy that we are all individuals with our own agency and ability to choose how we see the world. Exactly. And like, my, I know you're just as much of a mindset advocate as me and I truly do believe that a lot of the a lot of life comes down to choice I suffer from chronic illnesses but you don't hear me complaining or being negative about that on a daily basis and that's a choice and I feel like I I, I find a lot more joy and fulfillment out of life because of that choice yes yeah exactly so and that leads perfectly into like where do these triggers come from and these triggers, they come from our belief system, our environment, how we are raised, exactly what you just said, you know? Yeah, and totally. You're so smart, Teddy. <laughs> no, we're on the same wavelength. I'm not smart. We're just, we like the same stuff. Exactly. But that doesn't mean Maybe we smart. were like, we were, we were counselors in our past life yes, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so our belief system and how we see the world um, and ourselves gives us a certain comfort and safety. So if someone comes along and says, that's not true, what it actually is doing is kind of shaking up some of that safety that we're feeling. And that's where some of those triggers can come from. And so here's the thing though, is that triggers can be really a beautiful thing when we use them to our advantage. So what I mean by that is triggers actually are showing us what we are already lacking in our life. So no one can really make us feel a certain way. We react and see certain situations and words based on our own lens, like you just said, our own set yeah. of glasses, our own views, our own morals, our own beliefs, our, you know, um, how we grew up. And that's okay, right? But so, but sometimes those triggers are, like I said, if we can look at them and say, okay, but what is this trigger actually, like, why am I actually triggered about it? If you think about like, probably some of your biggest arguments you've ever had it was over something super silly but it was a buildup of triggers that kind of came along and then finally it was like you left the toilet seat up again right <laughs> like that kind exactly of like it's never really about those menial little things you're arguing over there's always something deeper mm -hmm. and it's never really about the person you're arguing with it usually comes down to so there's something going on or lacking in yourself yeah and so in knowing that okay so if I have a trigger so let's use the toilet seats thing we, I, I live yeah. with two 
two guys, my son and my <laughs> husband. So that can be sometimes something in our household as well. You live with women yeah. primarily, right? So I know a different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, leaving the toy zipper, you know, one of those things like you you stack the dishwasher the wrong way kind of thing, right? Um, oh, that happens often. Yeah. They put things away in the wrong drawers, the wrong place Where in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. there's these little things. And so if we use some of those examples and we look at it, look at it on the surface, it might be, well, I'm upset and I'm triggered because I've told you over and over and over to do X, Y, Z, put the seat down, don't put that there, whatever the case may be, but then you don't listen. But really underneath that, there is this emotional response. So what is what brings up that emotional response. And so if we look at that, we might see, well, because I've told you and over and over and over, and you're not listening, now that actually makes me feel like I'm not valued, or that maybe there's part of me that feels like you don't feel like you need, like, maybe I'm not enough that you don't need to listen to me. Um, even though it's something that you know, that bothers me, right? Maybe it comes down to someone even feeling like, um, like you don't love me enough to listen to what I wish for, right? So looking at that and then being able to say, okay, underneath this, what seems to be on the surface of, you know, the dishwasher, whatever the case may be, to looking and saying, why does this really bother me? And this is where we start to bring it back to ourselves. And when we bring it back to ourselves, then that is where we can start to transform the trigger. And so... If we look at um, this trigger, we can realize this was already something that was already within us, that was already there, and that's now being presented in a way that we can access it to heal it. So it's showing itself now through these triggers, right? Totally. So this pandemic, like I said, has brought up a lot of triggers. Some people have feel like if I don't, if you don't wear a mask, then I'm not safe. If you start going out, too many people start going out, then I'm not safe. Other people, on the other hand, might feel like, well, I'm my freedom is being taken away. So I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to do this or that because I want my freedom and I want my free will and those kind of things. So these are triggers. I also feel like triggers, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I feel like triggers are being... Um brought up also because people are having to work from home more often so I know maybe that's where a lot of the domestic um, conflict is arising from like they're not used to being around their spouse or having their spouse in their space as often as it's having to be and you're kind of all just there without any break yeah and what I've actually heard some people along those lines where you're saying is that some people have been posting um, I don't know if it was like a Twitter feed or somebody was had something like that and they posted on Facebook and I saw and they were saying, I had no idea my wife was the um, let's come full circle person or like, you know, like, <laughs> so they're hearing their spouse in meetings and they're like, wait a minute, that's not who you are yeah. at home. <laughs> yeah, totally. You have to wear different hats. Yeah. It's so funny. And hey? so they're seeing their their partner or whatever in a different light. And so some of it they like and some of it they're like, wait a minute, you don't even do that at home, right? And so it's bringing up stuff for them, right? Totally, <laughs> totally. I have yeah. a girlfriend who's trying to learn how to play the piano better. Her husband is a fantastic pianist but she was kind of saying like it's almost intimidating when like I'm playing the piano at home and he's working from home and usually when I practice when my kids are having their quiet time and nobody really cares he'll come and just like kind of be standing over me trying to show support 
but then she kind of feels like oh like I didn't really want you to be like silently judging or anything Mm -hmm. like that (laughs) so it's just little things like that right so that's a perfect example it's like the her inside dialogue is oh he's silently judging me and his his intention may be just, I love you and I want to support you and I'm proud of you for doing it. Yeah, and this. he's like, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's yeah. our own inside dialogue that starts to be triggered. And that's where that emotion comes up. It's like, oh, don't judge me. I don't want to be judged, right? And so when we totally. know that, it's like, okay, what inside of me needs some love and nurturing that we can receive that support and encouragement from, from just that place of what it was meant to be right definitely so yeah and there's I love that and so there's so many different things and then of course there is the big one that you know some people are literally afraid that this will could cause death to themselves or someone they love right so again that's my biggest fear with this I have an immunodeficiency and I'm worried that if I get this like I had a dream last night that me and my husband like went out to a restaurant and like by the end of our restaurant visit I like felt like I had COVID symptoms like Mm. just because that's like a fear that I have that I think about sometimes like it's just interesting yeah and so looking at that and saying okay these emotional triggers are real things that are happening within us and we all have emotional triggers not one of us is completely void of emotional triggers it's part of our journey it's part of our growth it's part of understanding ourselves deeper and so being able to pull back some of those layers and say okay what part of me needs to be nurtured like so for yourself like what is it that needs to be nurtured with that fear and with that thought and that trigger of will my will me or someone I love die from this right absolutely and that self-awareness and insight is key yeah like just getting to know yourself and and what it is that you're lacking so that you can use that and kind of push yourself forward yeah and then that I think that also takes us to that place of more when we look at this as a whole and realize okay a lot of people are dealing with different things that we don't see so for like yourself like you know, you're a beautiful person, you share so positively. And a lot of people, if they don't know you, they would have no idea that you have this like silent suffering of, you know, this immune, autoimmune um, conditions, right? And so they would only know because I'm now like living in yeah. my truth. And I'm very open and talking about yeah. it. But for years, I wasn't like that. And how many people I just carried on, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, how many people aren't so just being able to see like, we don't know everybody's story. So how again, coming back to kindness, and, you know, being saying, okay, if that's how you feel, then allowing others to have their experience, but then also being able to honor ourselves and how we feel as well. Well, and you can even flip that and say, sometimes when people may come across as snarky, or kind of intimidating, it's maybe that they're not as self aware, Maybe they don't realize that they're being triggered and that they're lacking and that they're reacting to their lack of something Mm -hmm. like people gossiping, for example, or judging other people, for example, you're doing that because you're seeing something in that other person through your lens and you're feeling a little bit inadequate yourself. So you're feeling like you need to bring yourself up a step further by judging or by gossiping or whatever it may be. And I think it's important to just be understanding that not everybody is self-aware. Yeah. So 
not only be kind but just there's no point in judging that's not our role in this life our role is to uplift and support one another absolutely I a million percent agree (laughs) yeah it is it really is it's just to um yeah we don't know everyone's stories right and even if we do know it, we're still not in their shoes in their body feeling what they're feeling so when we can come more from this place of empathy and non-judgment and um and just know that yeah like not everyone is as aware but there are a lot of people that are like their your audience who's listening to this they are either in that journey already or they're just starting to get onto this journey so again it's nothing to there's no blame in any of this and I think that blame is such a huge part of a realization to have as well too is when we go through these triggers it's to actually take the blame away so instead of saying like having this argument with the someone maybe in your house is to look at it and say okay but what part of me is being triggered right now and what part of me is lacking yes. right now and as soon as we turn that back onto ourselves we are no longer pointing the finger at someone else right because yes. again no one else can make us feel a certain way we have to it's us and what's already wounded inside of us from potentially a long time ago that's ready to come to the surface and be seen and be heard and be healed Yes. Mm -hmm. And I want to just like take one moment to just like breathe and celebrate all of the listeners because you're right. Like everybody who's here right now is on that journey towards better self-discovery and becoming their best selves. And they're willing to do the hard things and grapple with the hard things and listen to podcasts like this instead of the true crime podcasts that are super entertaining and intriguing. (laughs) They are taking the time to kind of listen and dive deeper and yeah, just becoming their authentic selves. So like, that's a huge win. So good job. (laughs) For sure. Huge applaud to all of them. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Yes. The more, the more we do this, the more this, um, by do this, I mean, um, the more we tune inward, the more that we heal those parts of us that are triggers or traumas or whatever the case may be, or limiting beliefs or that kind of thing that leads to us feeling more fulfilled and more empowered and that's something that's yes more authentic you know all those different pieces is just for self-love and so then when some and I couldn't agree more that we want to share it if we we've discovered something for ourselves that has worked we just want to share it with others if you love it share it right absolutely like it's so I think like personally that's like something that I've always been so big on like if I love something yes um I, I want to share it just like yourself, right? Like you love your essential yes. oils and it's like, this is what I want to share totally. with you because it gets rid of my headaches or it helps with this or yes. helps my kids and all these different things. And it's like, it's just a natural sharing. And so this is no different. It's like, I see that you're struggling or I see that you're longing for something more. And so these are some things that can help you get to what you're looking for. And usually that is more that sense of peace contentment fulfillment like just being happy on a regular basis no matter what's going on in the world no matter what's going on in life because inside we are so solid absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely I couldn't agree more and even if it's a pair of jeans right like so <laughs> yes. many people are against I, I feel like I want to do an episode just on like like 
network marketing for the this like the skeptics or something because so many people are against network marketing companies and that's understandable a lot of people get burned but even for example if it's a pair of jeans that you love or or a drink that you love you found at the grocery store or a restaurant that's new in town like you're gonna tell your friends about it that's just the way it is Mm -hmm. right yeah and that's how I feel about everything and I'm a very open person on social media if you're a friend of mine that you know that yes and I'll include any friends like I had a friend of mine message me the other day and say, oh, I see that we have this mutual friend in common. How do you know them? I'm like, oh, I don't. I just, I see that we have mutual friends and that we have mutual um, interests. So I accepted their friend request and she's like, oh, well, I usually will only do it if I actually know the person. And we just see social media differently and that's okay. But I'm a very open person about my life and the things that I love because I feel like by sharing, I'm bringing awareness to it and and that's just me being my true authentic self. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely share that gene. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah I think I... We're cut from the same cloth. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely. I love yeah, that. It's just like, it, it, I also feel like there's that teacher part inside of me. Is, is, even though I haven't officially like, you know, um, no, totally. have an education background, but there's that part of like, when I share it, I learn it so much deeper right so oh that's just like that's something you learn like as a child like the best way to learn it is to teach yeah it. absolutely yeah 100 yeah. percent. like here i hear love the that. podcast write the notes down that you need to do or or you know whatever share your and story then, and then experience it for yourself like try them on and then share it because it'll just be so much more impactful than just listening to the information and then moving on right absolutely mm-hmm. well do you have anything else you want to share about triggers yes yeah, so what i'm going to do is okay. give a couple of um quick just like a recap steps with it so you the idea of using our triggers to gently guide us as a compass to what needs attention and some healing from within um so the first one being be aware notice what emotion is coming up so even if you're in the middle of like or beginning to be in the middle of a argument or you see a post on Facebook or whatever on social media and it's starting to trigger you then just take one step back and literally just breathe and be like okay I'm witnessing that I'm starting to get whatever emotion is arising right and then and you are such a good like example of that to me like I've seen you do that you're like just a minute I'm feeling a little bit like tense or unsure like I felt intuitively that I kind of just step back a little bit so I just need to take some time and process that and I think that is such a good tool for self-awareness I think it's honestly one of the like the the key things that we can do in anything like really awareness of what our body is saying because our body is sharing a message all the time if we're feeling open and free and excited like I am right now on this podcast then that comes out right but if I feel totally um, constricted then it's like wait a minute let's just tune into this because right now I might not know what that restriction is but I am noticing it so not judging it again no judgment no blame no nothing just witnessing it so it's taking that step back looking at it and then following the origin of this trigger a little bit and this is the question you can ask yourself is what is really upsetting me here so on the surface there's going to be an answer but then what's underneath that so that was we discussed that so that's another that's the next step and then number three is taking responsibility so that's where i believe we always play a part in you know whatever interaction we are having and sometimes it may seem like the other person is just 
the one who's really triggering us and they're the ones who need to change and they're the ones who need to do this, this and this and then I will feel better, happier, whatever, right? But with that, if we approach life that way, then we may always be waiting for the, the asking for forgiveness. We always may be waiting for that person to change or do things differently so we can feel happy. And that's not something that I'm okay with because I want to take yeah. that power myself. And the only way to do that is to actually take responsibility for my part. So what is my part yes. in this? hundred percent. As far as my like um, personal development journey goes, asking that question, what is my part in this has been key. It's been crucial. And it's sometimes I'm just like, oh, I cannot see it right now. And I have a few trusted people in my circle and I'll go to them and say, I need, can you, through your lens, what can maybe be how you could see what my part in this is? Because I want to understand yeah. what that trigger is. Because when I understand it, I can help nurture love and heal it and then be free. So this looking at our triggers to transformation is a very empowering process if we allow it to be. If we don't, then we just continue to follow the path of arguments and this person's wrong, separation, believing in separation, which I don't believe we're here to be separated. We're here to be in this experience altogether, even though we may experience it in our own way with our own belief systems. And that's okay. Absolutely. So, and what this all comes down to, to me and the lingo that I use is like, you're taking a moment to step back, be self-aware of what's going on and be vulnerable in those moments and allowing yourself that vulnerability and learning from that to then kind of push past that into becoming your authentic yeah. self. Like that's just, it's so important and it's so simple, but it's not easy to do. You know yes. what I mean? It's a simple process, but it's, it's hard. Right? Yeah. It can be hard. A lot of the simple things are dealing easy. with those hard things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to dig down and grapple with those hard things in life and it's tricky, but once you do it, my goodness, does it ever make a huge yeah. difference in your happiness and your fulfillment in life? And yeah. even like the word he's like, it's saying like saying um, it can be the hard things in life. I feel like the more we practice this, and I, at least I know in my own life, the more I've practiced like being self-aware, following some of those triggers, seeing where that compass leads me, it becomes easier and easier and easier. So I can take a couple of breaths and right away know, oh, this is the part of me that's being triggered. This is the part of my, even my inner child that's being, saying she needs some more attention right now. Um, well, and I feel like being able to do that around other people, like you're really showing your own integrity. And I admire mm -hmm. you for that. Like, I feel like I would have a much harder time doing it around other people, um, as opposed to recognizing it in myself by myself when it rarely is going to happen when you're yeah. on your own. So maybe that's the people pleaser in me that I would need to overcome that and work through that and allow myself a moment and some space to not have to act like I'm all on as a a host of something or a, a guest of someone or a friend at that moment, I need to be more self-aware of what's going on with me. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good, it's a good lesson and example of something I need to work and on. And I feel like that's also something that is, um, it comes with practice. And it also, the, the thing is, is most of the time, the other person will receive you wholeheartedly because it's like, oh, Sure. Yes, I can totally honor that this is what you need for this moment. You know, if we are coming Absolutely. from it in a place of authenticity, and especially when we're coming from a place of 
again, not playing, but self, self-awareness is like, okay, I'm noticing this right now. Can I just take a step back? Can I just take a minute or whatever it is that we need in those moments, right? Well, and I feel like, especially as women, we are very quick to respect other people's wishes and boundaries and feelings, but not so much our own yes. selves. So I love, I love that. I think that's so yes, awesome. Absolutely. So taking responsibility. So neat, um, and then the last one is, is what could other options be? So like we already talked about, what kind of lens do we have on? So maybe there's a different lens that we could put on for that moment, right? So again, we could say, oh, well, that person who doesn't want to wear a mask is, you know, this or that, but we could... Maybe they have asthma, maybe they can't breathe. Maybe that's just how they're wired right now. And it, and, or... Mm -hmm maybe that's their coping or the other way around right like so really being able to see what other options could there be that brings us back more to again to that empathy compassion and then just saying okay it's can I just allow that to be what it them to be how they are and how can I um, just allow myself to be how I am or nurture the parts of me that need to be nurtured at this moment and if you need help with that, then reaching out to someone, you know, like myself, I would, I love this type of work. <laughs> and I'm very, very, yes, and you're amazing. I'm, at I'm it. talking my own horn here a moment. But yes, I love it. And that is something that I have been told repeatedly is that I'm very good at getting to that trigger to that core to that reason, and being able to diffuse it so effortlessly. It's really, um, amazing what people do after that then it's like okay now my life is better my relationships are better my like nothing has changed but I feel good right absolutely absolutely and I'm guessing I know that you've got some programs that you're launching soon that you may have um, some content related to this kind of stuff as yes well. so everybody can stay tuned for more information Yay! on that. I'm so excited. Yes, I'm very excited Yay! to be launching more um, products and services that are um, that have to do with a lot of this stuff as well. Because I feel like, again, no matter where you're at, pandemic or not, this is this is really the core of a lot of our pathway to happiness and fulfillment and authenticity. Well, and because it's the pandemic, Tanya and I kind of have a bit of a surprise <laughs> to share with everybody. Should I let you be the one? I'll to let say you it? say it. Okay. Well, because we are noticing all of these triggers and uh, Tanya is working on some of her programs and stuff, we are going to be launching some mini workshops that will be to start out with online or virtual. So stay tuned for more information about that. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know if we really can give you much more information without giving too much away at this point but we're super excited about it we're in the planning stages it will come sometime this summer so don't you worry I'm sure I will mention it on many many more podcasts as the time gets closer but to follow us for more information just make sure you follow my Instagram handle at be a little bit better or my Facebook page not my uh, personal page but follow Teddy Cutler and Tanya how can people follow you Um, primarily on Facebook so uh, under Tanya J Maven so it's T-A-N-I-A J Maven and um, yeah primarily I'm on Facebook there and then I also do have the Facebook group which is the Maven's Corner so that's available as well. And then, of course, my website, tanyajmaven.com. And um, I know we haven't exactly talked about a name, but one of the things that's popping up for me is like TNT mini workshops. Oh, <laughs> I like it. 
TNT. TNT. <laughs> you know yeah. it. We're explosive. We've got like a theme song and everything ready for us. So, oh, we're going to like, once they're in person, we're going to play the <laughs> TNT Dynamite song and we're going to walk out and act like we're yeah. all that. I just can't wait. Picture can it now. See it already. We can see it already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again, Tanya. I appreciate it. I know you are a busy woman. You've got a client. So I'm going to let you go. But thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for having me, Teddy. Talk to you really soon. Okay. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening, friends. Don't forget to leave us a review, share your favorite podcast episode with others, and spread the love. Have a great day and keep becoming your best self. Mountain Movers are a high-quality, highly reliable moving company who offer to assist you with all of your relocation needs. Find out more and request a discount by contacting our good friend and owner, Jeff Gilbert. Email him at mountainmovers.com at mail.org and tell him Teddy sent you. I'm sure he'll give you a discount.